0: What's up, y'all? This is Jay Scott here. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, first podcast, as you can see, very excited to see what I can do on here on this platform. Been wanting to do a podcast for a while now, um, but, you know, life happens and you put it off and you uh, you do other things instead. But uh, I just said, you know what? Just grind it out and just get this done. So here I am. And thank you for listening. So as you can tell by the title, How to Be Yourself. This is something that I just want to share with you guys, I have a couple things that I do personally that I feel like help me to be myself uh, when I'm not feeling like, like myself. And, you know, even me making this, might, people might think like, oh, this guy thinks he's himself and he thinks he's all this and that. He thinks he's cool. And yeah, sure, I think I'm cool, but it's to some extent. But I know that I'm not always myself. And, you know, these are things that can help maybe help you to be yourself. And these things that I used to help me be myself. So, um, let's get right into it. So the first thing is that, uh, I feel like when I'm not being myself, there's just things that I'm doing that I'm like, if I have a hobby, let's say I like to play basketball and, you know, when I feel like I'm not being myself during a season of my life and I go to play basketball, it's just not fun anymore. It's just like the things that I usually have fun doing just not, are not as fun as they used to be. And that's kind of like my first indicator. Okay. Like something's going on, you know, Like what's what's keeping me from from having fun and doing this Um, or in the other the other side of it is I will start doing things. I will actually cut out the things that I like to do. So if I feel like I'm not being myself, I may actually skip playing basketball or I may actually skip going to the gym. And um, I have realized that doing those things, those hobbies, those passions are essential to to being the person I want to be. Um, and you know, they don't always have to be the same hobbies, right? You know, I, I can play basketball my whole life. Well, maybe I will, who knows, but, um, you, you always want to find things that you can do and that you have fun doing. It don't have to be by yourself, right? You can just do, you can be things with other people, um, but don't, don't always feel forced to do something that is, around people. Um, I know, you know, there's extroverts and introverts and extroverts get their energy from being around people, which is great. Um, But the second that people are not there and you start skipping out on the things that you like to do, I feel like that can add to you not feeling like yourself, like you're not doing the things you like to do. And that's that's not good. That's a that's a problem. So that's the first thing I noticed. Um, I got seven, seven points for you guys. Seven, seven things that I noticed about myself. Uh, that I just look at when I'm not being myself, if I don't feel like I'm being myself. So the next one is uh, finding finding comrades. So got people in my life that you know I see on a regular basis or I talk to on a regular basis. And you really need to be able to have people in your life where you feel comfortable, um, where you feel like they will accept you. You know, if you mess up, they're going to accept you. If you do things right, they'll accept you. And people that you can be honest with, you can say, hey, like. This this thing in my life right now isn't isn't cool, or what you did isn't cool. Or I've been thinking about this, and they're not gonna judge you. They're they're gonna they're gonna be there for you because they know who you are, right? They they know the type of person you are, and they already love you, and they don't have to think twice. Like if I you don't have to think twice, thinking if I do this thing, will this person still love me, or will this person still accept me? That is, uh, I'm pretty sure that's like definition of toxic relationship. But you you should really you know look at the people like the five closest people in your life. And just ask yourself, are they, do they have, um, similar, you know, values? Are they going to, are they going to stop talking to me if I, if I start acting like myself, if I start, if I start doing the things I like to do to have fun. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I feel like the people that are closest to you really know and can tell if you're being yourself. For example, let's say, let's say, uh, like my mom, for example, if I, let say something on my mind and I, I come home, this is, let's say this is in high school and I come home and, you know, I just, I'm acting different. I, my mom says, Hey, how's your day? I say, good. And, you know, you may think you're acting the same, but the people who know you, they know when something's up and, and it's important to have those people in your life who really know you and who know when something's up and can ask you about it and can check up on you without you feeling attacked. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's that one. The next one going to talk about is blockers. Um, you got to find like what's keeping you from being yourself. So um, we use this term blockers in, in, uh, in software engineering. And um, I, I think it can apply here though as well, because we use it a different way. Like if I want to get work done and there's something blocking me from getting my work done, I identify that as a blocker. Um, but I think there's also blockers that can stop you from being yourself. Um, it could be a situation. It could be a location, like where you're living at. Uh, it could be your job. It could be a relationship addiction and anxiety about something, um, those are all different things that I have uh, seen that can stop me from being myself and, you know, and you want to try to eliminate those things and it's not always going to be like a day or night thing. You're not going to always be, be able to say, I'm going to quit this job or I'm going to, you know, move or break up with this person. It's sometimes it's a process, you know, it, it's something that it takes time to come to terms with. It, it takes time to really understand what it is. Um you may have different things in your life going on and you may not be able to easily identify what's your block or what's keeping you from being yourself. Um, You know, I I would personally just evaluate are the things that you want to do or that you feel like are essential to you the same as those different things in your life, like where you live, what your job is relationship. Are those things aligned? Are they on the same path? Um, So yeah, I would encourage you guys to look at that. If if you ever feel like you're not being yourself, Um, it's helped me a lot in the, in the past. So next one we want to talk about is courage so you you've got to be able to not be afraid um you got to be able to not be afraid of what people think what people are going to say what people are going to what people are going to feel about you um you have to be able to unapologetically be yourself um you have to be able to follow through I feel like when we have I, I feel like everyone has uh, urges or desires that make them themselves. So for example, I'm not talking about crazy, right? So I'm talking about like, if I, if I like the Steelers, the football team, the Steelers, and, you know, we're at some restaurant and everyone's talking about football. And then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, the Steelers suck. Like, sure. If I am a very shy or introverted person, I might not say something, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't take away the facts of what you like just because someone else disagrees with that, or just because someone may judge you for that. And it takes courage to do that. It really does. It's not something that is easy to do, and you really have to uh, be okay with getting rejected uh, or not fitting in. And uh, I, I've and I've seen in the past that when I am not afraid to mess up, it's a lot easier to be myself. Um, it just it almost like comes naturally, and that leads me to my second, uh, not my second, my my uh, next point, which is focusing on yourself less, focusing on yourself less, and It's easy to get focused on yourself, especially when you feel like you're not being yourself. It's easy to say, it's easy to think like, what, what am I doing wrong? Like what's going on? And it can really lead to a rabbit hole. It can really lead to you overanalyzing, overthinking your actions or other people's actions. And I've seen that when I focus on myself less, I act in a very instinctual way to like what's going on. So for example, let's say that you're walking down the street and someone throws a football at you. What do you do? You put your hands up, right? And you're not so focused on like, oh, am I going to catch the ball? I mean, I'm pretty sure you want to catch the ball, right? I mean, if you drop the ball, that's cool. If you catch it, that's cool. But your focus is to catch the ball. You don't want it to hit you or you might just try to block it, right? Some people might just try to block it. But what happens is you do a very instinctual thing. You don't think twice about putting your hands up when a football is thrown at you. That's just what happens, um, unless you've never seen sports. But I feel like anyone is going to put their hands up when they see an object being thrown at them, or at least move out the way. Um, so what if you applied that to other things in life? So instead of thinking, you know, when when something goes wrong, um, instead of, like, focusing so much on your own actions, why don't you, like, act in a very instinctual way and um, be rooted in your, in your own... Um, your own self. And, you know, some people, this may not be very good for them because they, um, sometimes your first reaction isn't always going to be the best one. And, you know, that is true. And this podcast is not focused on being your best self so much as being yourself. Um, I think that's a different topic. I think that's a different, that's a different, um, process. I think but first, before you be your best self, you have to understand who you are and be able to know what are your pitfalls, right? So, um, and, and I feel like when you habitually um, understand yourself and, and uh, make, make a decision to be a little bit better, then you can focus on being, that's how you be your best self. But aside from that, um, focus on yourself less. In general, that's a very good thing to do. Uh, when you focus too much on yourself, you become very narcissistic and you become very self-centered, self-absorbed, everything's, the whole world revolves around you. In reality, it doesn't. And, you know, the world revolves around no one. It's all, it's all different. So, yeah. So the next point is, um, you gotta be consistent. So I've seen in my life that when, um, when you, when I start like, uh, crossing my own, uh, ground rules or my own barriers that, um, you know, I feel like I'm not myself. And, why and then I had a question like, why is this a foundation? Why is this a, why is this a ground rule for me? And um I feel like when you ask yourself that why, it kind of helps you to stay within those those um those those ground rules, those values that you have that you say that you believe to be true. And you know, this is different for everyone. Some people may have very few, some people may have more than others. Um, but but whatever it is, you should think like, um, this is who I am. And this is what I want to abide by. And the more that you can stay within those things, the more you're going to be able to be yourself in the long run. Um, and, you know, everyone messes up. Everyone makes mistakes, right? No one's perfect. So I don't expect anyone to be able to be 100% consistent at, um, you know, being being themselves. And that's kind of the preface for this is like, it's a process. It's something that you're going to have to continually come back to. And it might be every day. It might be every week. It might be every month. Like, you're going to have to think about what you're doing, and decide if it aligns with who you are. And I think that's really important. Um so the last one is kind of wraps this all up, kind of puts a bow on it. Um you have to love yourself and when you really when you really love yourself, you understand the fact that like who you are in the very core like purest form. You just really can't change that person. Um what you can change is how you react to situations how you um, how you um, uh, present yourself to people and you know I think that over time you, you can make mind, you can make very small changes to your character and your personality, but you really won't see people going from like type you know there's seven types or whatever I don't follow the anagram stuff or whatever but like there's different types of people and you won't really see people going from like this type on the far left to this type on the far right. It just, just not how we're wired unless you're really, really, really faking it. <laughs> if you are, then like props to you. Um, but for the most part, you are who you are and you have to be comfortable with that and you have to love that about yourself. You may like pineapple on pizza and that's cool. Like don't let anyone take that away from you because that, that is what makes you different. And that's what value that you add to this world. Um, so that's pretty much it guys. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed I hope you can take something out of this. Um, If you did like it, uh, just please uh, try to share it. It's my first podcast. So um, very, very low, uh, very low audience right now, obviously audience of one. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening and enjoy your day.